it's been months since I have sat down and done a podcast. There has been so much going on in my little world. I uh, ended up leaving South Carolina and I was briefly back in New York for a few months. And now I'm in California on my own property, building an off-grid apocalypse compound. But aside from all that going on, I'm realizing that I need to get back into doing this because I'm uh, losing my mind. I don't have anybody to talk to. I don't really know how to go about doing that. So, of course, when you get hit with all these factors, as an almost 42-year-old single woman, the most logical option is to go back on dating apps, right? Yeah. Welcome to 2022. Um, This is not a logical option, guys. This is insanity. This is the definition of insanity because you keep beating your head against the same wall and expecting it different outcome. However, I am at the point in looking at this world where I don't think there's any other viable options. And it's unfortunate because I'm realizing that my desire is a very middle-aged desire and has very little to do with the relationship goals that you go into your 20s and 30s with, such as, hey, I'm going to find somebody to settle down with, start a family, and live a life, like, all that's done for me, so right now I'm like, hey, I just want to find somebody that I can have a face-to-face conversation with and not want to murder, wow, tall order, um, alright, so... I have all these fun horror stories happening and I think as as I'm working through the initial emotional mess of it, I'm starting to realize just how absurd and genuinely funny these encounters are just for like overall, hey, look at what a messed up species the human race has become and I really need to have that perspective. I need to distance myself from the emotional mess because I am like right in the thick of it and and it's it's eating away every last foundation point I thought I had left in my soul. So um, yeah, I'm going to attempt to back away from that and start telling these stories in a way of allowing myself to also be hearing the stories from an outside perspective and enjoy the humor in in this absurdity. Um, All right, so the roller coaster of of me trying to just find somebody to pal around with that, uh, God, at this point I'd be happy with just a friend and I feel like the definitions our society has set out for people connecting are just so they're they're not okay anymore like you can't you can't have any type of friendship without this sexual element coming into play eventually and I mean I I tend to move in a very straight appearing circle because as a biological woman I feel as though I have more in common with men. They just think in ways that make more sense to me than me trying to sit down with women and and figure them out. So I seek my friendships and connections out with men. 
and you know they're um <laughs> it's complicated so I've been this way for so long that I think I just kind of like threw in the sexual element at a pretty early age. I mean, I've had that be an element in my life, my whole life. But once I hit 14, 15, I, I realized that it's just one of those concession points that um, you can either have these really, really, really hard boundaries and not end up with friends, or you can be flexible on the boundaries and end up with also not friends, but you have this illusion of a possible friendship for a little bit longer. So that's kind of what I went with. Um, and sexual complexity and tension is very real. I, uh, I thought that once I got older and, and people, including myself, were more experienced with this dynamic, it would kind of like chill the fuck out. Um, I don't see that being anything. I mean, it's happening for me. I, I don't consider sexual encounters at all a priority in what I'm trying to do with my life. I think it would be maybe nice if it happened once in a while, but honestly, it's it's something that's very complicated for me, and and it's just not on my list of things that I want to get accomplished. So, however, um, the the peers in my age group are like even worse than eighth graders with boners in morning woods so i'm not entirely sure what to do with this and um anyway so horror story okay so i came out here to california after investing a year of my life in working very hard to get to know someone and it was, you know, a rocky communication style from the get-go, but I didn't see it as something that was something I needed to throw away because I, uh, I don't know, I just, I saw a lot of value in this person as a person and as somebody who had things that they had experienced in ways that they thought that I really did find accentuated my own experiences and thought processes and it was enjoyable to bounce stories and ideas and questions off of this guy so um but yeah he's he's got a lot going on and it was just one of those encounters where basically we'd have a few good weeks of somewhat constructive communication and development and getting to know each other and then something would happen usually I I'd this is where I realized it, it's it's really like I was just blind to my usual pattern of of connecting with fucked up people um but we'd uh have I, I'd say something or or I'd hit a nerve and instead of him being like yo that hurt that's not cool he'd end up doing a combination of getting really really angry not explaining where the anger was coming from and then ghosting me and what I don't like about myself and what I really really don't like about our world is that this to me seemed acceptable this to me like there was a point where I was like all right so I can come back to this and reapproach it and maybe make some communication headway so I did that approximately four times over the course of a year 
and there were, you know, times where we didn't talk or anything for a few months, and I'd finally just come back and be like, yo, like, I really, really, I miss your friendship that I thought we were developing, I miss hearing that stuff, and can we, you know, can we reapproach this and talk about it, and he'd give in for a little bit and then go back on his bullshit, but, um, yeah, so I get out here after making this big decision and he doesn't live too far away from where I ended up purchasing property which wasn't in the plan like I didn't move out here to be close to him but I did move out here with every intention of hey I want to know somebody nearby because I'm tired of ending up in places with no no friends or contact points so that was really what I was looking at and I was looking at other places in the country too where I thought I had people like that and this was just the one that was you know open because I was having that communication back and forth and nobody else got back to me really so that was the decision but yeah he lives really close to where I'm at and um I've been here three weeks tomorrow I have yet to meet this man face to face and and it's just gotten worse to worse and worse and I think he blocked me again so I'm sorting through all that and of course I'm out here isolated in the desert with nobody to talk to but dogs and the wind and my voices. So after three weeks of this isolation, I'm once again a special level of crazy, but it's a different special level of crazy because at least I'm in an environment where I can truly do my own thing and not have to worry about conceding <laughs> to anything around me because this is my property, this is my plan. There's nobody around for like half a mile and they're barely home anyways if they are home. And the only things that I have to you know, look out for are the occasional dirt bike truck and asshole on an ATV barging through my property. So like I got that covered. I'm not I'm not in this environmental stress level like I've gotten used to over the past 40 years so that's nice but um, it's allowing my mind to have a lot more opportunity to be relaxed and really really dig into the clusterfuck that is all the shit that I've been repressing and that's what's been happening um, so yeah I'm uh, I decided to finally just drop this guy that I was hanging on to and go out and uh, throw myself back into the world and it wasn't that I was going out to find a partner it's just all right so I really want to make friends with people who are all about me are looking for you know companionship because they don't have any other real responsibilities going on in their life they're not you know raising families and dealing with all that shit and uh, yeah so it just seemed the most logical course um, And, um, yeah, I suppose a partner would be nice eventually, but we'll see. So, um, yeah, I've only been doing this for about a week. I have bounced around a few sites. I finally got most of the mainstream sites shut down and logged all those profiles off because I realized I just wasn't meeting the people that were going to get me in the ways that I needed to be gotten. So I've only got one open right now and it's dealing with a very specific population of people that have something unique and, and, you know, private in common with me. So I'm finding a lot more productive communication in this. But during my, my time in the normal app world, I was on Hinge briefly and I, um, of course, you know, within four hours I've got, you know, 60 people talking to me as it usually goes. And but I got this one guy who grabbed my attention immediately because of his approach 
and then double grabbed it because he said all the wrong things in approximately three paragraphs and just was like he irritated me to to screaming levels of like what kind of idiot are you what's wrong with you so I basically hit him back with that and uh he came back with a dialogue. He's like, yo, 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 I was just joking. And it turned into this conversation, which turned into a, hey, I think I like this guy because he's got a, he thinks like me. He's really, really smart. And, um, and yeah, and like we were actually able to talk productively about that. But, um, so that turned into a meetup, which turned into a really good night. And I walked away from that feeling positive and, and like, I was headed in a good direction, and it just has completely deconstructed over the past week, like yesterday, no, today, today is our seven-day anniversary of actually meeting face-to-face and hanging out and being like, yo, I think we like each other, let's let's turn this into something possibly and then figure out what that looks like. Um, what it looks like is he basically and and I'm just you gotta believe people when they say things to you you can't read between the lines because honestly most people are telling you the exact honest truth even when they're making up stories um but basically what it comes down to is like yeah so I'm I'm really busy and my life is really really important to me but what I want is because you appear to not be doing anything with your life and I'm looking at your situation going, okay, so she's essentially homeless. Um, What I want you to do is to move into my house and just be there waiting for me when I decide to come home so that, you know, I can have that as an additional um, pleasure point in my very, very busy schedule. And uh, it took me, it took me seven days of working through conversations and sitting with gut feelings and sitting with intellectual feelings to finally come down to this concept and interpretation of um yeah so that's like what this guy is saying because I don't want to think that like I I, that's a horrible way to be viewed and it's a horrible way to be viewed by someone that you potentially liked and respected and admired and and looked at as a you know an equal and um yeah, so I'm sitting with that this morning, and I have no other way to really talk about it except tell the story, but um, yeah, that's like where things are falling, and I feel like there's more to the story, but I, I backtracked and gave you the backstory to the backstory before I got to the actual story story, so I'm going to have to return to this because I hit my 15 minute mark. And that's really where I like to cut off these podcasts. Um, yeah, we'll come back to this. We'll revisit this. And uh, I'll tell you more about what's going on here in Cali. But it's 8 o'clock in the morning. And I had not slept in a while. So I got shit to do this morning. All right, guys. I will catch up with you later. Mm-hmm.